Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Jay Randall. Welcome back, brother. Why, thank you, sir. facebook youtube podcast listeners welcome back to another show little little father's day special edition i think out of all the guests we've had i haven't been this nervous in a long time (laughs) i would be nervous (laughs) just don't say just don't say anything messed up you can't smack you <laughs> He's got dad strength, you know. Yeah, although I think he probably the one to like really come out of left field. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, you and I have had conversations about doing this show for probably three years now, and uh, you know, last week reached out to my dad. This dad, everybody um marty schiller in the house but um you know it uh we were talking last week and i was like hey why don't you come on the podcast next week and uh we'll do kind of like a father's day special show and then uh you know we fished a derby this weekend and that turned out really good so that just gave us more to talk about but um i'm looking forward to it and uh yeah i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of laughs a lot of uh emotion and things like that running around tonight so should be a good show uh those of you guys tuning in go down in that lower left hand corner click that share button let's get some folks in here drop in the comments as we're going along and uh we'll pop them up on the screen if you guys got any questions things like that uh 
we'll get them answered. But uh, Pops, I mean, welcome to the show. And uh, let's get a little background on you first. Um, you know, how did you get into fishing? What's, what's your earliest fishing memory? I was thinking about this today because I don't think you've ever shared that particular moment with me. But when when did you – I know you grew up on a lake right outside of Chicago. So when did you get into fishing? Probably when I was five. Five? When ice fishing with my dad all the time. Then in the spring, we went on the chain of lakes. So, yeah, as long as I can remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, if we weren't down fishing, we were playing baseball or uh, army or whatever when we were kids. <laughs> you know, we left the house after breakfast and came home for dinner and went back out till the street lights came on. <laughs> course we didn't have none so <laughs> had to wait till grandma was screaming at us <laughs> yeah get back here get yeah back here. well i mean that's funny because i I'm, i've talked about it on numerous shows numerous podcasts i've done i think my earliest fishing memory is when we went ice fishing and i caught that 18 and a half inch crappie through the ice and i mean that's i, I remember i remember like you were freaking out as I'm like trying to pull this thing through the hole. And I, you know, I was what, six, seven at the, the time, most, yeah. you know, and you're like, Holy, shit. I'm going to preference this there. If you guys are listening in the car with your kids in the area, there may be a, a, a few words <laughs> that slip out here. Okay. Dad was a trucker for many years, but uh, you know, it's uh you know, you, you kind of freaked out and I was just like, Oh, cool fish. You know, mm -hmm. can I go back outside of the shack and yeah. play? You yeah. Know? I want to go out and play in the yeah. snow. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and I remember, you, you know, you're like, that's a fish of a lifetime. You're never going to forget it. And I mean, every time I go to your and mom's house, um, you know, I see that photograph on the wall holding the, you're holding the fish. I'm in front of, in front of you. And it's like, it just brings me back to that day every <laughs> time, which is super cool. <laughs> Souders is in the chat. He says, that's the last big fish I caught. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he got big bass this weekend. Five, three. Yeah. But, uh -oh. well, I mean, you have have always been an amazing storyteller like i you got a story for everything which is great and and it's a trait i love to death about you and it, um i mean as we're talking about this like what what is your fondest fishing memory like what's your favorite fishing memory out of all i mean what you're 67 now gonna be 66 Jeez. october oh, 67 yeah no, I just <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean you've basically be, been fishing for you know 60 plus years i mean out of all those years fishing like what what is like probably the top memory that you've ever had and i think i know what this is so i want to see what your answer is there's a couple of them <laughs> one was this weekend that I always uh, had dreamed of. Sure. That's why I bought the boat was to fish with you and the, the grandkids. And 
And but one of my earliest memories is when I was a garbage man, I went up north. My boss had a uh, double wide that he was opening up in the spring for walleye season and went with my dad and we were at the bait shop and I seen this orange Rapala they just put out and we weren't catching any walleyes and I, and we spot the deer that all through the ice in the northern are just up there scrounging on us. <laughs> so I tied the orange Rapala and I start catching northern and my dad goes, we're not here to catch garbage fish. I go, I'm here to catch fish, Dad. I don't care what they are. Take me in. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then later that day, I hooked the big one and it broke off. And But, yeah, that's one of my earliest. I was only, what, 14 or 15? Sure. No, it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, you've uh, you grew up on the water, uh, which I'm definitely jealous of. But you know, as I got older, we moved closer to water, and I re I mean, I remember as a kid riding our bike to the the old gravel pit and catching bass, yeah, yeah and uh, things like that. And um, it's it's pretty cool and, and unique that. Cause I, I remember growing up, like you got two hobbies, right? It's, it's golf and fishing. And that's like pretty much all you did <laughs> other than work, which you did a hell of a lot of. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I play golf and, and we joke about it now cause my younger brother is a golf pro and I'm in the fishing world. And, you know, it's, uh, I always say I got the better half of you, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure my brother would argue a little bit with that, but um, it, it's, it's, it's cool, man. Um, you know, I, I thought, I thought your memory was going to be your day in Florida. Well, that too, but what, what? I, I was going by my earliest memory. <laughs> well, I, I said some of your favorite memories. So, yeah. so, so let's, let's talk about that because I remember when we started the podcast, I found you shared that photo with me and I, I posted it on our Instagram and I'll pull it up as, as you're telling the story, but um, I mean, this is probably got to be one of the most epic days I've ever heard of in my life mm -hmm. as far as fishing goes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a 9, 11, and a 10. All in the same day? Like, All in the same day. Like what, three hours? Eh, probably, uh, probably a six-hour day, but... I mean, let several fives and sixes and eights go. I mean, it was a day to remember. I mean, like uh, no other. I mean, it's uh, it was funny. I read an article in Bassmaster before I was going down to the Bears-Tampa Bay game, and I read this article on a guide down there. And so I called him up, and when we went down for the Bears game the first time, we went out, and then I went back in February with my buddy Bob for his birthday. And that's when we really hit them good because they were getting ready to move up on bed. But, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> one of the greatest days of fishing. I mean, how do you top that? Winning the tournament with my son. 
<laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. You well, you're you asking me. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, th this is our relationship, folks. We'll bicker back and forth all day long. So uh, get ready for it because it, it'll get mm -hmm. quite humorous. I'm still looking for this photo. It's it's way back in the archives. But, I mean, at that point, like, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. Like, I, how, how am I ever going to top this day? You know what I mean? It's just uh, I've never, ever heard anybody have that epic of a of a day ever on the water, um, which, which is cool. So what were you guys catching them on? Can I ask Shiners. That? Shiners. Okay. So you're but, using live bait. You were cheating. Yeah, but <laughs> we weren't using the bobber because, you know, I told them if we're using a bobber, I'm not fishing. But we live spooled. And it was the neatest thing I've ever done with live bait because he would catch the wild shiners first thing in the morning. And then we went out and what we were doing, we would cruise over to Hydrilla. You'd let that shiner back there. There's one, There's of, one them. of them. And uh, you'd, you'd let them free spool. And then what it was cool, they'd come up to the surface, they'd they'd hit that shiner, and then the shiner would flop on top of the water, and then they'd come up and take it head first, and then you'd let them run with it, click your bail shut, and count the three thousand and set the hook and hang on. <laughs> I mean, you've aged quite well, old man. I'm just gonna say bad for an old guy. I was just gonna say, I was like, "Yeah, you look an awful lot like him, Brian." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the first time that's uh, that's been stated. Apple don't fall far from the tree, but thank God he's got a little more of his mother in him than me. <laughs> he's kissing ass now because mom's sitting like right next to us. Yeah, yeah, she's in second distance too. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think I have the picture where you're holding all three because you guys. Put them in the live well, right? And took some photos and then released them. Yeah. yeah. But we uh, took them out in the middle of the lake so nobody knew where we caught them. Sure. 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 I mean, that's, I mean, just look at the belly of that fish. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, that lake... he's exaggerating the, the weight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know what I love about this photo? The, uh, the retro quantum hat up there he's got on. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, he's and, even and got this a guy, collar on. I mean, look at well, this guy. He's yeah, got a collar he's got his collar, collared shirt on. He's got his fancy yeah. watch and his his ring that he's always wearing. You know, hey, this guy's fishing in style. I'm just well, saying. That, that was the long jeans. That wasn't even a Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's uh, he's been around the block for sure. You know, it's uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's uh you know, you instill the wealth of, of fishing knowledge into me and, you know, that tournament bug, I kind of got that and, uh, that sense of competitiveness, which, you know, you used to fish tournaments back in the, you know, mid to late nineties, you know? Yeah. Early nineties. Yeah. So what, what got you into competitive fishing? Um, uh, Fred, uh, when, when I was working, uh, at the one company, um, Fred and Tom, uh, were 
Oh, uh, there they are. Well, here I can't. Typical, typical guy. The camera's over there. Okay. Let me. Uh, I'll text this to myself. But anyway, uh, Fred and Tom, and then Tom's son got old enough to fish, so. Um, Fred asked me if I'd join him, and the big mistake was the first term we went to the Madison chain, <laughs> we took third place. <laughs> Which is funny because when I fished KBF in Madison, I took second in the pro tour, and I took, I think it was eighth in the trail. But I did have... One could finish uh, the tournament before that in Kansas. So yeah. I think I took 10th or something or 9th in that one. So it's it's kind of funny like how our, as far as competitive fishing goes, like our, our stories kind of run parallel, so to speak, which is kind of crazy. But so was when we went ice fishing, was that the first time you ever took me fishing? I've never no, asked you this. No, when Mike, we were on core. No, I don't. That's why you I'm don't? asking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and your brother were probably six, maybe five and six. And we'd go down to uh, the quarry, the old quarry pond. And, uh, and I took you guys and you guys killing the bluegills okay and I, I figured there was some of that in there yeah. it's just like my first actual fishing memory is that ice fishing trip because obviously we caught a huge fish you yeah know? and it and i think it's too like i've thought about it like your excitement got me excited about it and that's <laughs> it's kind of been instilled in me so to speak but uh here's the uh the photo with the three i'll zoom in on this a little bit but um, I mean it's it's pretty cool uh, to look back on it. Yeah. What are we doing? God, the but, one fish just dwarfs the other two. Yeah, this one on the right. <clears throat> oh yeah, that thing is huge. That that wasn't yeah. eleven. That's the eleven. Jesus. The, the, I mean, the eights in the middle and the ten, kind of like sideways, so you can't see the ten that well. That's but insane. That's my buddy Bob that I took him down there for a short thing and I caught the big fish. <laughs> uh, God rest his soul. He was a super nice guy. Yeah, he was. He was a character for sure. Oh god. A character. I mean, that's I mean <laughs> I look back on him, Fred, like all those guys that you used to fish with. They were all all characters, man. But and Bob. Bob, time we went to Kentucky Lake, I picked him up at his house in Addison. Right. I think I told you a story. Yeah. And he had uh, six 30 packs old style and a 12 on ice. <laughs> and that was Sunday, Sunday and Friday afternoon. Of course, Kentucky Lake is dry. <laughs> He had to start drinking his buddy's Miller Light because <laughs> he ran out of Old Style, and he was the only one drinking Old Style. He, he's, uh, he was a guy that liked could, to uh, enjoy himself, for sure. <laughs> oh, God. 
he's the only guy in old could drink a case of beer and walk straighter than I could, or drive straighter than I could. We don't encourage drinking, drive, yeah, folks. No, that's a long don't time try. ago. That's that's back in the '80s when you could get away with that stuff. But well, I mean, <laughs> not making it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting, right? Like we're talking about your trip to Florida, but you used to travel around quite a bit, fishing-wise. Like, so you know you were a truck driver for many years and you've been in 49 of 50 states correct you know when i got left is alaska right Which... and in everything but the yukon uh nova scotia new brunswick and newfoundland 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 we know some newfies <laughs> he's a character yeah. um but uh i mean out of all these states you've been in, how many of them do you think you've actually fished in? Because I don't think I know the answer to that. Wow. Arizona, Florida, Nevada, uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. We fished in Vermont on that Vermont, road trip. On that road trip, we fished in Vermont. Uh Ohio, New York, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Canada, Canada. It covers about all. You, you've gotten around. Well, I'm old. You're fishing slut. Or or but I got a great wife. Yeah, that's all. Um, I'm. I'm pretty fortunate too. This is my opportunity to yeah. earn brownie points right now. You know, it's uh, you know, it's we've been pretty lucky, both of us traveling around fishing. You and your brother too. He's okay. <laughs> he's not here. To, he's not here to defend himself. I'm talking about know. life-wise. Uh, I was going to say I don't know. I've met him, so <laughs> yeah. I'm talking white. No. Great white, great life. Yeah, it is for sure. That's my That's motto. Sure. So out of, out of all those states, like, what is one state, like, you haven't fished in that you would like to fish in? Oh, you know what? I forgot. Arkansas. Yeah, you used to go to Arkansas yeah, as a kid a lot, go, right? Yeah. yeah, Arkansas. I did a lot of fishing in Arkansas. The one that I would probably like to go down to is uh, Lake Fork. Lake Fork. All right. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. Texas would be probably... Texas or Louisiana Delta or, or California Delta. California Delta. Yeah. Shreveport. Yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, all yeah, the, big fish factories, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. I've, that's right. I fished in Alabama on Ufala once. On Ufala? Ufala, yeah. All right. Ufala is a big lake for the kayak guys. They do quite a bit of tournaments there. Same with Lake Fork. Yeah. Shreveport. Um, They've done a few turn like bigger events in Arkansas for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who it is. It says Facebook user, but it says Paddle and Fin Tournament at Lake Fork in honor of Brian's dad. Make it happen. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm. You don't have to convince me. 
I'm bringing a boat. <laughs> I'm bringing a boat. <laughs> I'm gonna you, be in the you boat. You guys too. going to kayak? Oh, it's it's out. Nope, save a spot for me in the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, it, I'm gonna be comfortable. Sorry, guys. I mean, that's interesting, right? Like you you bring up the boat, and and I, I've taken a little bit of heat lately because I've spent a lot of time in the boat, but a lot of that is fishing with you. Like mm-hmm. it's. Uh, I was thinking about this today. I think it was three Father's Days ago. Um, we went out fishing on the lake here, and I put you in the blue sky, yeah. and I was in a Jackson Kusa FD or big rig FD, and I caught my first ever muskie. Yeah. You remember that? I got the pictures, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell this is, and then it surfaced, and I was like, holy shit, it's a muskie. It's a yeah. muskie. You were freaking out. I thought you were going to jump off the blue sky and try yeah. netting the thing or something. But, um, you know, it was cool um, to see you attempt to get into what I've been doing a lot of, which was super cool. And, you know, there was many phone calls. Hey, do you think you can pick up the blue sky? <laughs> Let's go out fishing, you know, which is super cool. Um, you know, it's it's it just goes to show that kayak fishing isn't just for, you know, the younger guys, the, you know, older guys like Jay or yourself. You yeah. Know. <laughs> You're well, old. I'm considered a real old guy. <laughs> I'm the antique. I'm the antique. <laughs> I'm the old plug on the wall, yeah. you know, but uh, it, it, it was super cool and it was unique. And then, you know, like you, you mentioned, you, you, bought a boat last year and uh it's it's been one of the coolest things to to get back on the water with you and i want to rewind a little bit with that being said like as a kid when you were fishing those tournaments a lot of times you would take me out with you pre-fishing mm-hmm. uh you know the weekend before a, an event or something that you had coming up and one of those memories i have <laughs> we were it was like 5 30 in the morning and he's like drive the boat drive the boat and at the time i think you had the 20 foot skeeter with a 200 horse merc on the mm-hmm. back with the hot plate on the floor and you're like freaking step on it let's go <laughs> and i'm like I'm, I, I, dude we're doing like 45 miles an hour he's like hurry up let's go <laughs> 80 miles an hour across grass lake like and he's still like hurry up there's some more in there <laughs> we're gonna miss the bite you know um which I, I don't know it's just one of those memories that's totally wild to me but it's it was one of the things that i i missed since you got rid of a boat right yep and me too. And, and i know you did as well and uh it's been cool to be back on the water with you i mean making memories and giving each other a hard time and you know the one thing i remember right is when you were pre-fishing you were running the front of the boat so you were catching all the damn fish Mm. and i would sit in the back of the boat going what the hell is wrong with me like how can he catch all these fish and i can't catch a single one and now those roles have been reversed (laughs) (laughs) Where, where, where there's been some times like you know normally i'm running the front of the boat and you're fishing out of the back and uh you know, I'll, I'll I'll hook like three, and he's like, "God damn it, another one!" 
what the hell? What the hell? You know? <laughs> At least I can handle it now. <laughs> <laughs> ouch. Ouch. I think uh, that's going to get popped up here. But nah. it's uh, it, it's it's kind of cool. Um, but let me ask you this. So so I, I've thought about this, and I don't think we've ever really talked about this. But, like, what do you think about what I do fishing wise like with the kayak teams working with sponsors fishing tournaments doing trade shows like i've I've never asked you what you thought about that i know you've always been like oh that's cool you're going to do that but like what i mean what do you think about all that um i think it's awesome i'm proud of you i i you know i would have never known how to do that stuff you know i've got the one friend that's on the flw tour sure but you know same thing he's got his own company and he's got money to burn yeah. <laughs> you know the last uh ranger he bought was and that's like 10 years ago i think the boat was 65,000 and the electronics was 35,000 you know he had 100 grand in the boat sure 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 know? sure and uh he's never really made it big big money he just uh what was it a year ago or something somebody finally bumped him out of big bass his his record was 11-4 on harris he held the big bass for flw for years and then somebody just caught i think it was a 12 or something but yeah yeah i mean it's to to do that and to negotiate sponsors and stuff is it's it's an art and you know you you got to be good in order to get it done sure you know sure so but uh no i just uh, i'm amazed at what you do and how you enjoy it and uh, one of the memories i do have when we were pre-fishing was the time i told you to throw the buzz bait by the log <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember that. Uh, uh, I couldn't. That, I couldn't believe. It. Well, that's it. That's when I was first learning how to throw a baitcaster. Yep. And baitcasters are nothing like what they used to be. Oh, they, God, they no. used to be so frustrating. You know, oh, you didn't have all this. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have like these magnetic brake systems and you know electronic trip chips and some of these you know newer reels and stuff like that and yeah you were like ah i'm pretty sure it was a black buzz bait and you were like throw it up by that log because there was a storm that came through i think it was the night before or two nights before and we were fishing in the channel which i believe runs right behind your brother's house it does yeah and at the time he wasn't living there though i don't think no but uh so i cast it up there and i get this backlash right because i'm I'm new to baitcasters, so I'm sitting there picking it out, get it out fairly quickly, and I go to start reeling, and it's just heavy. And I think it was, did you weigh that thing? I, I, it had to have been like a nine-pound catfish. Yeah, I think it was. Smoked a buzz bait right yeah. next to a log. <laughs> you know, like nine pounds over. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And you were like, he ain't putting that greasy, nasty thing in my boat. Hold on. I'm coming back there to get it. 
I don't want that on my carpet. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, that's how most fishermen up are up in the north. You know, like you catch a northern pike or a catfish, you're like, you ain't putting that on my floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, pre- pretty, and pretty we unique. We didn't have camera phones back then, unfortunately. No, no. No, this is like pre-cell phone days. Yeah. Well, they like more there cell phones out, but they were in like a brick briefcase. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it was Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> but, but it's super cool. Super cool uh, memories that will last lifetimes for sure. Um you know, it's always, always cool and good to reminisce and bring those things up, you know, and, and look back on where we were and where we've come, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Well, just the engines, the, the, the second Skeeter I had, the first one was, wasn't even fuel injection. It was carbureted. And the second one was fuel injection, but you still had to have the oil injection yeah 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 now this four stroke yeah. there's no comparison yeah none well that's something too like i thought about like so you fish 60 some years like you've seen a lot of advancements <laughs> and changes and fishing gear boats like everything like what is the one thing that amazes you the most looking back to 60 years ago to today what is the biggest thing that you think has improved fishing electronics hands down electronics some of these live target units uh, the guy i fished with in arizona had the live target yeah throw the umbrella rig you could see the umbrella rig hit the water and sink you could see the fish following it back to the boat it was incredible just incredible i mean it's something we gotta get put yeah, on the no, boat. just saying you don't <laughs> let your mother hear the price it's a uh, hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. We got a we got a great deal on it at the store. Yeah, we got a great deal on it. <laughs> Jay says, but uh, such a deal for you. I got. I got such a deal. <laughs> but uh, no, I and I figured that would be probably it. I mean, when you look at it now, like uh, electronics is has really changed the game of fishing quite a bit, oh. and it it's made some piss poor fishermen some pretty incredible fishermen oh yeah i mean did did you i don't think you watched that tournament that they had for the amateurs johnny morris i didn't you told me about it yeah they they had the live target system they were catching uh um spotted spots down spots table rock right on a table rock and they were it's like playing electronic video they they would see the fish, they throw it, they'd see the fish get the bait and they hooked it. Yeah. And um I was kind of disappointed that he didn't do it again this year. Oh, the Johnny Morris tournaments. Yeah. 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 It was they kind had, of disappointing. It was a one year deal, I guess. Yeah, they had a big open, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh Johnny Morris owns Bass Pro Shops and they did a, a big bunch of open to, uh tournaments throughout uh the country. And then there was a championship at the end, and then what? First place, first place team got like a. They each got boats, right? They each got boats. They each got tundras, and they each got a half a million dollars. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, it was it was incredible. 
I mean, but I forget what he, he donated all the proceeds to conservation. So, yeah. um, and you had to have uh, one of the boats that he sells. You had to have Ranger, Tracker, Niker, tra Tracker Nitro, Nitro, Ranger, uh, Mako. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, but it, it was incredible. And for two amateurs to win that kind of money, and it's a, I wouldn't have mind paying the taxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh it's it's cool to see those types of events going on. Um you know, giving the little guys shots, you know, at uh some big big earnings, big recognition, things like that. Yeah, television. Yeah. It I, was it was cool. I mean, it's the same thing in the kayak world right now with uh, BASS is running a kayak series now. Um, obviously, the Hobie events have been doing really good, um, which which is cool. I mean, let me ask you this, because you used to sail. Was it out of a Hobie cat? Am I remembering that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was when I was in eighth grade, Dad bought that for me. Yeah. But I took it out in a storm and split the mast. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> Wait till your father gets home. I don't yeah. know how many times I've heard that. Um, yeah, but back in my day, it meant something. <laughs> it meant something, too. But uh, we got uh, our buddy Richie Lockery in the chat. He says, badass dad in the chat. Richie's, <laughs> Richie's a good dad. I've seen him interact with... Uh, with his son when I was down there on Table Rock. That's uh, my buddy that lives down there uh, right close by Table Rock. He's okay. on, uh, what is that, Tenny Como? I'm sure Richie will correct me. But, um, yeah, no, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Jay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you've been so quiet. What, what has been your fondest fishing memory with your two boys? Um, I don't know. I've had quite a few of them, I think, but when we were uh, living at Four Lakes uh, in Lyle, Illinois, that is, they have a private lake there and stuff, and uh, we'd go out in these paddle I boats. That, I love how you got to be like, in Illinois, that is, now that you're all that's Mr. Right. Tennessee. Yeah, well, you know, that's, you know. <laughs> I've I've you know. shed I've shed that weight. <laughs> <laughs> Taxes, too. Um, yeah oh yeah dude uh, don't be give me started on that we're good here bro we're good <laughs> um no uh no they, used to, they had these paddle boats you could take out and i mean it was, of course it was a private lake and you would always i mean like an average fish was like a 17 inch bass sure but i remember like taking seth well jared and seth and it's you know a hot summer day you know you're pretty much help desk uh when you're you know the yeah. father so, you know, you're baiting hooks, you know, you're paddling or pedaling rather the, uh, the, you know, the paddle boat. And then, um, I remember Jared got caught in the, in the trees or something and we were in the shade and I saw something moving. I'm like, Seth, I was like, throw your bobber right over there in the shade. So he does. And he's got this little three foot pole. And all of a sudden his pole just goes, whoa. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So he pulls this thing up, dude. It's like it's like an 18-inch bass, you know, and it's like one of the first big bass he's ever caught. And 
He was like, I did what you said, Dad. I did what you said. It's like, okay, well, let's, let's get the thing up there and reel it up and everything. And he was just like astounded, you know, with the size, of, you know, and just everything. I mean, I have pictures of him when he was small. And I mean, you've, of course, met Seth. So him small is a lot different than big. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, he's like open, he opened his mouth as big as the fish. And I mean, he was just ecstatic. Oh, and then the same lake, I had him on short. This kid caught, like, in one sitting, a 17-inch bass. Like, I think it was, like, a 14-inch crappie. Um, he caught, like, this giant catfish. Um, and then and then he ended up bringing up, like, a walleye. I was like, I don't know what he was. He was dragging a jig, just screwing around. Because they don't, you know how it is. Kids go in your tackle box, and they're like, I'm going to use this. Um, he didn't even, I just told him what to do. I was like, well, just toss it in there and just pull it in. And uh, he ended up pull, pulling up all these fish. But kind of to like your dad's story about kids fishing as soon as he caught all this stuff he was like oh dad i'm gonna go play and he just like drops the rod and just cruises <laughs> like yeah. him and his oh, brother yeah. i'm like okay well we walked here so uh i'm gonna carry stuff too i guess you know but uh <clears throat> but i mean we you know rivers and stuff actually four lakes is a great place with the dupage going through there too or the i think it was uh east fork uh, sure. We caught smallies in there. I mean, we had a lot of fun, but you know, the kids, they, they're not really fishermen. They didn't really take for them, but they, they do, they, you know, they enjoyed those times and Seth will bring up that stuff here and there, but you know, it's cool. It's cool to get out there and do that. I mean, I didn't really get, I fished with my dad like a lot, but also not a lot. Cause he would usually fish with my grandpa. Okay. So, um, and they would, Man, I mean, there's pictures. I mean, they would fish like Michigan, of course, um, mm-hmm. but they would have just pictures and pictures of salmon and trout lined up on the yard. I mean, yeah, just insane pictures. You know, I'm sure your dad can attest. Um, oh yeah, just massive amounts of fish. I mean, you know, I remember eating smoked trout and smoked salmon all the time. And but I mean, uh, yeah, my dad. You know, me and <clears throat> what's it called me and him went out. You know, quite a few times and. I caught a lure, or sorry, I caught a, uh, I actually caught like a 15 inch walleye on a lure he had had for like 30 years that he gave to me. And he was testing out like a new rod or something. And I, I was like, I'm going to tie on this, this spinner. And I think we were a Braidwood. We were okay. uh, Braidwood off of one of the fingers. And uh, I like tossed it in there. And I was like, Dad. And it was like a crappy day. Of course, that's like the best time to go walleye fishing. Um, sure. Storm, storm was ready to roll in. It was just super nasty. He just got this reel and uh, let's reel and rod, and he wanted to test out. You know, he didn't even care. Um, and I like ended up pulling that fish, but it was just kind of funny. He thought I was messing with him. I was like, I got a fish. He's like, No, you don't. I'm like, I don't know how I could be lying about this. Like, you see my <laughs> rod, you know. <laughs> but I ended up pulling up this pretty good sized fish. It was cool, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I've had some good times with the boys. I mean, when I had a boat. You know, like they would go out. We did some catfishing and stuff. You know, sure. But uh, you know, you know, try to share. You know how it is. You just try to show them as much as you can. You oh know, yeah. See what yeah. see what sticks. <laughs> you know. Well, I remember the the old boat um, that I have here. You know, I used to take the wife and the kids out on Lake Geneva every once in a while, and I took you out a few times. Yeah. And that's when uh, you know I was pretty good friends with the guy that owned the bait shop there on Lynn pier. And, uh, 
I was like, hey, man, I, I want to take my kids and maybe get small, large. What, what can you give me? And he was like, circle hook and some suckers, put a split shot like a foot above it. And I had Ange and the kids out. And I'll never forget like the look on Zach's face. He hooked into like a 16-inch smallmouth, and it came shooting four feet out of the water, just tail dancing. And he was like, <laughs> You know, like giggling like a little schoolgirl, like freaking out. Like, did you see that? Like, and and same thing with Sammy too. You know, she she caught a couple, and it was the same thing. And I mean, at that time, I think Zach might have been seven or eight. Uh, Sammy was probably five, four or five. You know, some somewhere around there. And uh, you know, and still to this day, both of the kids will go out occasionally with me. Sammy loves being out in the kayak because she's she's uh, one to be her own person and do her own thing. And she just loves that independence, so to speak, of being mm-hmm. in her own kayak. Um, but, you know, her and the wife have gone out and they've caught some good fish with me here in the past year, you know, with the boat now. And uh, which has been awesome, you know, and even Zach went out uh, when fish weren't even really biting yet and he caught that what for three and a half pounder or something three and and, a half or four yeah. yeah and uh he had a great time man it's it's cool um and now too like you know you mentioned grandkids to me that's nephews you know my my son's about to turn 20 my daughter just graduated high school so like you know the next level to come up is 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 the nephews you know my brother's kids <laughs> Uh, my sister-in-law's son and getting them out and seeing the excitement they get out of it. Like this past weekend, Mm -hmm. we had my sister-in-law's son out and uh, for his birthday, we got him a little cars push button, like uh, Zepco fishing pole. And uh, he didn't catch anything, but I hooked into a large mouth and I let him reel it in and he was just jazzed and it was like a 14 incher, you know? But it's cool to see the look on their face, especially the two little ones, right? Like, how old are the twins now? Five? Four? Five, aren't they, hon? <laughs> yeah, so we always got to refer back to the women because we don't know. Timmy's seven. Yeah, Timmy's seven. And talk to, it, and talk it, to your ear off. He talks talk to your ear off and, like, he wants you to see every cast he makes, which is so cool to me because, like, he gets it. He's like, did you see that Uncle Brian? that was pretty good, huh? You know? (laughs) And he's like, I think I'm going to cast over here. And it's funny too, because he does the, the typical little kid thing. He'll see where you caught a fish. He's like, I think I should cast right there where you just caught that one. Right. Uncle Brian. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, bud. (laughs) You know, but it's super cool. and, And it's huge, man. Like to be able to carry on these traditions that the three of us all love. And we've done for many, many, many years. And, uh, you know, just to see it continue on and see the excitement that we used to get out of that. And I think it's a great reminder to us, you know, when you see a a young person like that hook into a fish, get that excited. I think for me, at least, it reminds me, that's right, that's how excited I should be when I hook into one. You know, it it makes me feel like that. Well, I just remembered when we lived on Lorita taking Sammy and Zach in the back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. Zach cooked that. It's probably an 18 inch on that 
yeah. Snoopy reel and it was <laughs> stripping the gear. So I had to grab the line and pull it in. Yeah. And uh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I did too till just now. Yeah. I just thought about it. My, we had the pond in the backyard. Yeah, my folks had a place and there was that pond had to been probably three acres. Three yeah, two, three acres, you know. And it was loaded it was with deep. catfish and bluegill and bass, which was awesome. We got uh, Dustin Nichols in the house. What up, brother? But, um, I mean, it's it's just so cool, you know, to see them full circle, you know. Like, I remember as a kid, like, you would go fish a tournament. I was like, shit, I really wish I could go with Dad right now, you know. <laughs> but uh, it's... Uh, you weren't old enough. Yeah, yeah, it's I know. a problem. They had an age limit. But it's, it's super cool now to see it come full circle and uh, come back around. So... So, I mean, we're almost, we're at like 48 minutes right now. So we'll, we'll get into this past weekend. I haven't even talked to Jay about this yet. So this is all new to Jay. I'm sure Jay read a post on Facebook. Yes, no? Nah. Probably no, flip he's, right been living, he, he's, he's been living in the woods in the middle of Tennessee making moonshine. I, 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 sure. believe, I believe in anti-social media. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. But, uh. I had the local neighbor, neighborhood derby here uh, this past weekend, uh, team event, and uh, we fished it last year, and we took fourth. Third. Third? Yeah, third. Somebody says Jay was fighting off ticks. Sounds about right. That's but, uh, <laughs> yeah, last year we took <laughs> third or fourth. I, no, it was fourth because we were out of the money, and they paid top three spots. No, they only paid two. Last year they did? Yeah. We only had eight boats. Okay. All right. We were out of so, the money by eight ounces. We took third. We were out of Let's the money. Think of the, hold on. Let's just think of the age comparison and how a tease remembers versus you. Touche. Touche, my friend. Touche. So last year we, we took third, and I, I was pretty determined last year. Like, I... I Ever since I've lived here, like that has been one of my missions is to win the the neighborhood derby, right? Like, because you're big man on the lake if you win the derby, right? And I'm I'm friends with most of these guys and run into them on the water all the time. Super friendly, we share information with each other, things like that. And going into this year, I didn't pre-fish as much, which was probably good because I didn't wear them out. <laughs> like I went out Friday night for maybe two and a half hours, but for an hour of that, I did a podcast off the front of the boat. I don't know if I told you that, mm -mm. Uh, but I did a podcast with Sean Lavery, bass fishing for noobs. And uh, I went and checked the one spot we started at last year, which did us pretty good. And uh, I think I caught like a three, two or something out of there. Then I went down to this other spot where we didn't have any luck last year. We might have caught one down there. And I cast in, I catch a 5-4. And, like, I knew it was a big bite, and I tried to pull the bait out of the fish's mouth, which I did. And then he successfully came back and chomped it and, unfortunately, reeled him in. And I'm like, why did you have to do this now? Like, I need you tomorrow, not tonight. And I'm like, all right, maybe it was a fluke. Next cast in, I catch a 25 and a half inch walleye. And I'm like, all right, there's fish here. I'm getting out of here. Did the podcast. 
uh, checked like two other spots, got out of there, called you that night. I was like, well, I caught a 5-3 over here. This is where we're going to start because I also caught the walleye. So there's fish stacked out there. If you get two big fish like that in one spot, my theory is there's plenty of bait fish bait out there that these fish are feeding on, which that one I caught Friday night, I don't know if I told you, had, yeah, you... A, had a bluegill tail coming out of its throat. So I'm like, all right, they're chomping out here, right? Post-spawn, derby morning, we go out there, get to the spot, troller motor issue, trolling motor issues. <laughs> and you're like, I'll come up there, I'll give you a hand. I'm like, just stay in the back of the boat. Fish. You fish. I'll take care of this. You fish. <laughs> right? And that's, that's you know, us shillers get kind of flustered at times, you know. And we, we we talk with a heightened, elevated voice and, and things like that. But, you know, I'm like, you stay back there and fish. I think I finally got it worked out. And then you hooked into one first, right? Or did I? You did. I did. All right. We caught... Uh, we caught our limit in like what the first hour and 20 minutes i think it was yeah yeah about 7 30 yeah 7 30 quarter eight and derby eight picked o'clock. up at 6 15 yeah eight o'clock we started calling yeah right we're like all right we're doing all right caught big a big fish our scale red i think it was like four something four fifteen but when we waited in it was actually five three. Yeah. You lost two really good fish. One was definitely my fault. I wouldn't say that. I was in the way. You couldn't see where that fish was running. I'll take the blame for that one. The other one jumped at the boat, came unhooked. You had such a look of defeat on your face <laughs> at that point. And you were just... Again, choice words were said, rods were thrown, (laughs) and I said to you, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Just keep fishing, right? Yep. Yep. You you reset. You reset. And you proceeded to get, I think, the rest of our upgrades for the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. 3.8, Yeah, because 3.8 was our small... Yeah, small fish when we weighed in. Um, yeah, so three thirteen. I think I had a three thirteen too. You did, you did. You had a three thirteen, a three eleven, and a three eight, which yeah. got rid of our three smallest fish. Yeah. So I think when we got our limit in the morning, our smallest fish was like two six or two eight. Yeah, it, it was, was small. it was smaller. But you know, derby ends well. Let's take that back. So we sat on that spot for probably four or five hours. They told us five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, so we leave. We go to some other spots that we had. We got our upgrades there. But when we went to weigh-in, it was interesting because everybody said their bite died at like 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock. And we proceeded to catch some fish yeah. after that. Which I think a lot of it had to do with uh, finesse fishing was one of the keys. Two was you were throwing that underspin, mm-hmm. and we saw fish breaking on the surface, chasing chasing bait fish. 
we couldn't figure out what it was. We didn't see <laughs> we figured fish, it out. <laughs> but you figured it out. You started throwing that underspin and started jacking fish, which was great. Super great. Got our upgrades, go to the weigh-in. You were sitting at the boat. I was up by the scale. Guys are like, you guys must have been on them, huh? And I was like, we did all right. Mm-hmm. They're like, you guys sat in the same spot for like six hours <laughs> or five hours, whatever it was. And I was like, well, yeah, I wanted to make sure we caught all the fish. So when you guys moved in there, there wasn't nothing left for you, you know? Or we beat them up, man. Yeah. So we weigh the fish, go back to the boat, release the fish right there at the lake. And uh, we, uh, um, we're just sitting there talking. And uh, we're kind of watching some other guys walk by with their bags. And like, oh, I got a few nice ones, you know? I was putting my rod socks on my on my rods and stuff, and then uh, they finished up weighing, and you know we're talking, and uh, the guy that ran the event, you know, says, "Hey Brian, you need to come up here." I was like, "All right, what did I do?" Mm. You know, and uh, Chuck Chuck announced it. You know, he didn't even start like th- you know most tournaments they go third, second, first. No, they just went straight for it. And uh, he's like, in first place, Brian and Marty Schiller. And they also won big bass. And I turned around and looked at you like, what the f- <laughs> just happened? <laughs> you know, because we knew we knew we had a good bag. I didn't think we had the winning bag. And initially, when he announced the weights up there, I thought we won by like two pounds. But I was wrong. It was eight-tenths of a pound we won by. Uh, for overall, which was pretty crazy. One, um, two, we got big fish, which I kind of had a feeling that we did win big bass because last year I think big bass was like four pounds, four ounces. Yeah, you know, so I was like, oh, this this fish should at least win us big big bass, and uh, you know, Chuck gave me the envelope. I walked back down to the boat and, you know, the two of us, I think, had the biggest shit-eating grins <laughs> on our face. That should say enough, you know, but. Show it, me the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it was pretty crazy. And I think we were both in shock at first. And then I think it, it kind of hit us both. After we got the boat loaded up, we're in the parking lot. We shed some tears and uh, went to breakfast. We actually ran into one of the guys on the way out. He's like, oh, you guys celebrating? You know? So, <laughs> but it, it was pretty incredible, man. And and we talked at breakfast, like, you know, going back to the way we started the show. You know, you had some top 10 finishes and in, in your time bass fishing tournaments never won i've had some top 10 finishes in my day uh, kayak fishing never won and then uh this derby comes we're fishing together as a team and we both get our first win together come here sorry guys dogs good old out. trout um 
he heard a big bang outside. So, Uh-oh. but um, pretty cool. I posted that up on on Facebook and Instagram, and I wanted to say thank you to everybody that commented on that. And you know, a lot of I I haven't told you this yet, but you know, a lot of folks were like, "That is absolutely amazing memories that are unbuyable, unforgettable," and it was super cool. And you know, I don't think I would have wished. I would have won a tournament with anybody else. So, was my dream when I bought the boat. I, I, I there, now you can my give it to me. And... <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin the moment, Jay! You son of a bitch. <laughs> but I told my wife that I wanted the boat again so that I could fish with the grandkids and my son and. The ultimate was this weekend winning the tournament. It, it it doesn't get any better, and well, it does, but it's it's something him and I will cherish forever. For sure, for sure. Even mm-hmm. after I'm gone, you know, that's like I just I forgot all about it when I used to go to Dork County with my dad catching jumbo perch. I mean, had no idea what they were doing. You know, I was seven maybe eight years old and we're catching jumbo perch two pounds three pound jumbos and the females are spitting eggs and the males are milking had no idea what they were doing to devastate that fishery i mean we used to take hundreds of perch home in a week going out off of washington island they were on the rocks um uh spawning and like back then in the 60s they had no idea about conservation and that just goes to show you how much it's coming back and and especially lake mm-hmm. michigan the joes are coming back lake michigan green bay you yeah know, everything you know and i guess that's an testament too like changes that you've seen in your years of fishing yeah. you know the changes that have come about to protect what's valuable to make these memories yep. together yeah. for future generations to come. So super cool. I think there's an important lesson there for sure. Uh, if, if you guys definitely take something home from this, you know, show tonight. Um, well, it's like all three of those big bass. How many guys would have let them go back in the day? That's true. And I remember you know, you yeah. talking about that, you know, those three bass you caught in Florida and I remember too, is you caught a, a, I believe it was like six and a half pound largemouth on Kentucky Lake that you kept to mount. But also too, again, advancements in technologies, replicas today look yep. twenty times better than actually having a an actual fish mounted. You know, yeah, and they don't mm-hmm. decay. And I re- I remember you beat yourself up over keeping that six and a half pounder. Well, and you I, had, got, I got I got berated into keeping it yeah you got peer pressured yeah i got peer pressured you came i had it i had it in the live well for two days yeah you know and (laughs) that was funny my buddy bob had gotten a bait caster (laughs) i forget who gave it to him i think my buddy pete gave it to him 
and <laughs> he's having a rough, rough time with it. And I said, here, you toss it like this. And I tossed it under the wind was blowing and went underneath the log, got heavy. And I set the hook and he's like, I won't repeat what he said, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I said, see what them bait casters do, you know, and I wanted to let it go and he wouldn't let me let it go. Well, like you said, it's, it's a different time, different age. Well, and I know. hadn't caught them big ones either. Sure. I, that was before I caught the, the three big ones. So, I mean, those photos have lasted longer than that mount. Yeah. Obviously, you yeah. know, so I mean, it, it's super cool and it goes to show, you know, and it again, something, something to learn from, you know, like I've seen yeah. so many guys uh, over the past five years or so that have caught trophy fish, got replicas made, and they look mm-hmm. just as good as the photos, if not better. Which, yeah, is cool. well, if you get a good photo and measurements, sure, you know, yeah, well, it's, it's like, um, Roger Gibson down in Florida. Somebody had made him a replica from the picture of the the world record bass, and he had it on his wall. Yeah, looked just like the real thing. Well, I mean, they, I think that's in pretty much every Cabela's and Bass Pro Shop, right? I think so. Yeah, you know, yeah, which, yeah, man, a mean, lot of good lot artists of, out there now. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, with the airbrush and everything. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing what they can do. You know, same thing with the this you know, the conservation on the sailfish and the marlin, and you know all all the different types of fish that you know. Same thing with the the northern and the musky. You know, guys used to keep the trophy to hang on a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just take a picture of it and the replica maker. I think that's why you're starting to see some of these records being broken. Yeah. Uh, just today mm-hmm. I saw a the guy broke mouth. the New York State smallmouth small record. What was yeah. it, eight, nine pounds? It was a beast. Uh, I'll show yeah. it to you after we get done. Yeah. yeah, it was. I thought, when I looked, I thought it was a, one of those joke pictures. I thought like the same the, thing. I mean, it was a beast. The size, oh, the size of that fish is unreal. Yeah. Just unreal. Yeah. And it's a live video of him weighing this fish at a weigh-in. It must have been at a tournament or something. Yeah, that but, thing was gigantic. I, I cannot believe, like, a smallmouth that big. I mean, it was just huge. Yeah. Well, what's funny about, you know, you talk about seeing things come around. When in the 70s, I used to haul steel out of Youngstown and Cleveland. You'd go by the water down there on 90. Lake Erie. Lake Erie. And it was like a slough. It was like a mud pit. Mm-hmm. And and it's they used to call it the Dead Sea. And mm-hmm. that smallmouth was eight and three quarter pounds. And uh it's incredible. I mean, <laughs> you can see 10, 12, 15 feet down now on Erie because of the zebra mussel. Well, and look at too, like the you were talking about perch, jumbo yeah. perch out there is a huge thing now. Obviously, the wall it's a world famous walleye fishery, yeah, steelhead, smallmouth, like you know, 
East West Harbor every year. That's a tournament that guys look forward to every year on Lake Erie East West yeah. Harbor, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's crazy how, yeah, exactly. Conservation has changed fisheries. Well, well look at green Bay too. Green Bay used to be a shithole. Yeah. Right. With all the, the industry that was going through there. And, and it's the same thing yeah. as Lake Erie world renowned walleye fishery. Like, I'd argue that Green Bay is almost better than Erie. Erie might, oh, yeah. might have far far as size. Erie mm-hmm. might have some more trophies, I think, but I don't know. It's hard to say. I've seen giants come out of both. You know what I mean? Well, Erie now, Erie, they don't want you to throw anything back. They want you to keep, keep everything. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's mm-hmm. so many. They're they're running out of food for them. The gobies, right? Well, the gobies and the perch—they yeah. they eat the perch, the young perch. Yeah. So it's hurting the 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 perch at Erie because the walleye, you know, they get the juvenile perch. That's it's a delicacy for them now. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I like I was actually just watching. Uh, was it Barstool Outdoors with uh, Sydney sure. Well? And she was yeah. with Alex Perrick, and he was talking about the gobies in Lake Michigan. I think it's from this year, and he was saying that the the smallmouth population is making a huge comeback because of the gobies. Yeah, yeah, they've had some they, good goby spawns. Yeah, so I mean, so there's like there's negatives and positives to it, right? So sure, um, where some's hurting, you know, something is growing stronger. I mean, they were in downtown Chicago fishing right off the uh, what's it called right off the uh, maybe uh, pier on lake. Well, not yeah. all actually they were by there, but they were like behind the. Uh, the field museum or the planetarium, the shed aquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. They were just walking around. McCormick Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were they'll pulling them like straight up because they were spawning. But I mean, it was pretty interesting to hear that. I was like, oh, I was like, that's cool. You know, something yeah. good's coming. You know, of something that could be like really bad because I know they're in the the displays because mm-hmm. yeah. um my my you know my yes like pike lures were like hooking into these things. You know, and yeah. all of a sudden I'd have I'd be I'd spear a goby and I'd be like, what is going on out here? Well, I know going back a couple of years trolling for Walters with uh old man purse up on Green Bay, you know, occasionally you get a goby that gets snagged up on a crawler harness yeah. or a, or on a treble hook from a crankbait trolling, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing up there. I mean, those smallmouth forage on those gobies. Mm-hmm. Smallmouth and the Walters for sure. Because I know we've always, uh, you know, you keep some walters and you cut their stomach open, look what they're feeding on, you know, trying to figure them out. And uh, nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, there's gobies stuffed in there. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of memories. Yeah, man. Uh, More to be made. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Even you, Jay. Even you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> For the exception. Uh, you too, Brian and Papa Schiller. <laughs> no, I hope you guys uh, get to spend some time with your families this weekend. Get outside. Get outdoors. Uh Pops, thank you for joining us tonight. It was my uh, pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Uh I'm glad none of the bad stories came out. Maybe we'll invite you no, back to 
tell in the after tell hours stories from my ch- childhood and i'd never tell them about the explorer <laughs> oh, never all right would. all right we're done we're done <laughs> yeah 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 so so anyways i wouldn't do that to them so anyways uh <laughs> if you guys came into the show late you could always go back rewatch on facebook youtube uh gets uploaded to all the major podcast platforms uh, as soon as we get done here so uh jay final thoughts um i would say like we touched on conservation i would say everybody just you know always keep your eye on the ball pay attention to that stuff there's still stuff going on today that uh um like the boundary waters has some issues yep. i mean like attention guys uh you know elections have consequences uh you know they could legislate any of this stuff away any day um uh, there's a fight every day going on about this stuff so just make sure you stay in the right corner pay attention vote for the right people you know you know Why so you we can pass on more memories no i'm not being political i'm just saying conservation <laughs> man like i'm just giving I, you a hard time i've just, just, re- I've just recently come i've just recently come to light and seen some stuff i just didn't know what was going on and sure. i have never been to the boundary waters that one kind of hit hard because that's one of the places i do want to go absolutely and and, and it, it, it bothers me that there's stuff like this still going on uh, and nobody sure. s- seems to care. Uh, and I don't mean like our audience. I just like, you know, yeah. the people who yep. just want to exploit it, you know, and like, yeah. but you won't have the, if you, you know, if you, if you don't protect these things, you know, for one, you know, species die off and all that other stuff. And then also you, you can't make memories of people and everything. So I would just say, you know, uh, just pay attention, be good stewards um, and raise awareness when you can. Happy Father's Day, Big Daddy. Mr. John Rapp in the house. Mr. Rapp. See you in about a, a month down there in old uh, Florida. Looking forward to sweating profusively in the middle of July. <laughs> that good old eye cast. Better bring some moisture wicking clothes, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trust me. It's, it's already on the two-pack list for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, and that speaking of that, uh guys, gals, we'll have some pretty cool content coming out of iCast. I'll be down there. Uh I got Jesus, probably 20 podcasts I'll be doing from down there, both for New Canoe and Paddle and Finn, but we're going to stream both to uh, both channels. So be on the lookout. Plus, we always make some contacts down there. Uh, if you guys want to hear from somebody that's going to be at ICAST, shoot us a message on Facebook. Shoot us an email. Paddle the letter N and Finn at gmail.com. Let us know who you want to hear from. We'll make a connection down there, and we'll get that show set up. So that way you guys can hear about what you want to hear about. So uh really looking forward to that man and uh can't wait uh he says 20 woot woot i don't know if that means 20 days if that's the case man i gotta get my probably yeah you better no 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 because today's the 16th icast is the week Mm -hmm. of the 19th so we got a month why you get me worried john (laughs) we're good we're good so uh moved it up if you guys are new here, we're here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. As always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddling. Through battle. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. 
be sure to drop a five-star rating a thumbs up or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on be sure to check us out on waypoint tv waypointtv.com make sure you sign up for the fantasy kayak fishing league at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy you could support this show through patreon patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com catch us on youtube if you got a question comment or want to see a future guest on the show be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com shout out to our show supporters yak gadget you can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com pelican professional for all your cases coolers and lighting needs go to pelican.com rocktown adventures your midwest premier paddle sports destination go to rocktownadventures.com eastport marina the beautiful destination on dale hollow lake if you're looking for lodging kayaks kayak accessories or anything fishing related on the beautiful dale hollow lake go to eastport.info and jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today